Good morning, afternoon, or evening for wherever you may be joining us from today. Welcome to the Life Church Podcast. Good morning, Life Church. It's good to see you on this Sunday morning. I'm so glad that we get to be a part of uh, your Sunday. Um, even though we're not together at Life Church, uh, we're getting to have church together and worship God. And, and I'm going to speak to you today from the Word of God. I've got a word that I believe God has given me to give to you. You know, these, this is such a unique time in our history. Uh, we are seeing um, things happening and um, requests from our government officials that's really affecting all of our lives. Um, social distancing, of course, is a normal word in our um, circles now. Uh, Stay-at-home orders are in place. Um, we're just seeing things happening that's causing us to do life differently. Uh, some of us are wearing gloves when we have to go get groceries, things that we've never thought we'd ever do. Times are changing. Things are changing almost on a daily basis. But um, one thing that's for sure uh, for us as families, uh, we're having more time together. And, and that can be a good thing, and that can be a bad thing. Um, you know what? The bad thing can be if, if we as families have a lot of underlying issues that are disguised by our busyness when we're thrown together for a while and we're in the same room, the same local setting, uh, some of those problems can bubble to the surface. And so I pray that God helps us as we spend time together. The other bad thing that can take place is when people have too much time on their hands, that's when they can have temptations and they can fall into snares of the enemy. So I'm just encouraging you to take this time and to spend it with God and to spend it properly uh, with your family. Uh, one of the good things that I believe is happening in our homes is this time with family can be very good. I think that sometimes we live very busy lives and we don't spend the time that we should be spending together. Uh, we get to spend time with God more. We get to spend time in His Word. These are all good things. Really, I'm, I'm challenging you as a church. Let's take this time and let's just look at our priorities. Let's look at our lives and let's ask God to help us to clarify what is really important at this time. We need to realign some priorities maybe we, we need to look at where we're at and have a new perspective on what really is important really ultimately our relationship with god is important and our time with our families you know i think probably for those of us that have children especially the younger children we will find that our kids will look back on this period as a special time um, they will probably look back as as what this is one of the greatest times that we had in our family. That's their perspective. You say, Pastor, why would you say that? It's because they have more access. They have more time with mom and dad during this time. Um, also, we're finding that um, they don't have to worry about school, or at least some of them don't have to worry about school, or the, or the big projects, or some of the re time restraints and tests that are happening. So um, th these are some good things at some level that, that we do have more time with our families and then for the church uh, this can be a great time for the church i want to encourage all of you that are a part of life church to um, look at every opportunity that you have now to share the gospel to be that light that we talked about last week to actually fulfill the purpose that we were called for and i believe that if we see god's work 
in this and God's plan through this, we will become the people that God has called us to be in this season. And I challenge you to become that as a child of God. This week, the Life Church social media app put on this on its page. It says, the buildings may be closed, but the church is not closed. You, the people, you are the church. And even though we may not be meeting together in this building here, we must remain open. The church must remain vigilant and be active to see God use us and let God help us to help others around us during this time. You know, before this began, I I believe that for many, the church was a little too comfortable. Um, For others, maybe a little self-sufficient. We kind of could do things on our own. Uh, Church was a place that we went to. And I believe that sometimes, as we look at that, um, maybe church just was an activity on our calendar, and we weren't that conscious of the fact that we need to be the church every single day. I believe that God is speaking to His church through this, and, and possibly waking up the church, and helping us to understand that at this time, we still need God, and God's still looking to us to be the light and to be the church. Today I'm going to speak to you from God's Word. I'm going to open the Word of God. We're going to talk to you. I've got a simple thought that I think will encourage you, will help you. And and it's all based around the fact of remembering some things to do during this unique time in our history. There's some things we need to remember as we walk through these days with coronavirus the word remember i want you to turn to somebody in your uh, house today and i want you to say remember point at someone and say i want you to remember all right you know in the book of deuteronomy the key word at least one of the key words in that great book is the word remember moses the great leader of the children of israel he was getting ready to hand the baton off to the next leader, Joshua. And and this is really his address to the children of Israel. It's 34 chapters long. He was not a short-winded guy to talk. He was a long-winded preacher. And this address, as it goes through these 34 chapters, Moses repeatedly tells the people, you must remember. I want you to remember God's power. I want you to remember God's provision. I want you to remember the miraculous intervention of God on our behalf. And so he would recount the stories. Some of us are taking the time to read through some of those stories as we do our Bible reading app on the YouVersion Bible together. And and we're seeing the many things that happened and the remembering that Moses caused the people to do as they look back at all the things that God had done for them. I'm thankful for memory. I'm thankful that God has blessed my memory. Uh, My wife always says, and she repeats it often, she said, my memory is blessed. You know, sometimes we forget, and that's a natural thing to do, but if I ever forget, I'm quick to say, my memory is blessed. My mind is blessed. Um, I want you to point to your mind today, and I I want you to say with me, my mind is blessed. That's right, it is blessed. 
And at this time, in our time, in our history, um, there's some things I want us to remember. Psalmist said in Psalm chapter 20 and verse 7, said, some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. I'm going to kind of take that for today's environment. Some trust in face masks. Some trust in hand washing. And I'm not saying don't do those things. I'm saying do what you need to do to protect yourself, protect your family. But in the midst of all of this, my trust is not going to be just in a face mask. My trust is not going to be in my ability to wash my hands. My trust is in the name of the Lord our God. I'm going to remember the power of God and I'm going to trust Him. Psalm 77, verse 11, the psalmist says, I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember your wonders of old. Church, today I want you to take a few minutes and I want you to remember the great things, the wonders, the miracles that God has done in your life. Has He done anything for you? Has He ever met you in the past? Has He ever answered a prayer? It's time for us to remember. Notice what the psalmist says in Psalm 78 and 42. It says, they, speaking of the children of Israel, they did not remember His power. Imagine this. This is the children of Israel that God had met many times in the past. He had performed multiple miracles. He would brought them through so many things. And the Bible says that they did not remember. They limited God because they did not remember. They failed to remember His goodness. They failed to remember His power. Lord, today help us as a body of believers to always remember Your great power in the middle of this crisis, in the middle of this virus, help us not to forget where you brought us from, what you brought us through. And God, help us to always remember your power because I don't want to limit what you want to do through me at this time. You know, today you may not like where we're at. You might not like the fact that we are having things shut down and and society is operating very differently than it operated just even a few weeks ago. But that's a good time for us to remember some things. There's some things today that I believe that Life Church and anyone watching, we need to remember some things today because it's going to bring hope and it's going to bring comfort and it's going to help us. The first thing, though, might be, not be seen as a positive. But I'm going to bring it to you first because I think we need to get this. The first thing we need to remember is that the Word of God lets us know that we are going to face times of testing. We're going to face trials, and we're going to face tribulation. John 16 and 33, the Bible says, Jesus speaking, in this world, you will have tribulation. Wow, thanks Jesus for giving me all that hope. But he goes on to say in that verse, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Jesus told us very plainly that you're going to have tribulations. 1 Peter 4 and 12 tells us, Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery try which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened to you. In other words, don't be surprised. Don't be shocked. It's not strange when you go through a trial from time to time. 
and also 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and 17, Paul the Apostle is letting us know, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more and exceeding weight of glory. Paul calls it here, it's our light affliction. What we're going through right now, from some t time down the road, sometime in a, in a not too distant future, we're going to look back and, and we're going to realize that this was a light affliction. It's not going to last forever. It's only for a moment. And I believe, church, today that God is at work in the middle of all this. You might say, Pastor Steve, I don't see what God's doing. Well, maybe we don't see it. But I believe that God is doing an eternal work in the middle of this crisis. I believe God's got our attention. I believe God has is, is got us to the point that we're ready to listen to what he's got to say. And I believe that there are people who are turning their hearts towards God. They're, they're getting their hearts right with God because of what's going on in our society. The eternal impact of what's going on right now is not to be compared to the temporary discomfort that we find ourselves in. You know, we don't like our comforts being messed up. We, we don't like to have our, our little way of doing life being messed up. But God's plans are bigger than our plans. And, and I'm saying to us as a body of believers, perhaps God is allowing our temporary comforts to be disrupted for right now because he's got a greater thing that he is doing through all of this. He's got an eternal work that's being done. And if that is the case, and I believe it is, we must trust God in the middle of it all. So we must remember that the word of God lets us know we're going to have trials, we're going to have tests, and we're going to have tribulations. The second thing I want us to remember today is simple. God is with us i've told you that i believe every single sunday we've got together in this online environment god is with us psalm chapter 23 the psalm of comfort verse 4 says yea though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil for thou art with me i thank god as we walk through this time, as we walk through the uncertainty of where we're at in our, our, our culture today, that God walks with us. Isaiah 43 and 2 tells me, when you pass through the waters, this is God speaking, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. And when you, you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. As we keep walking, as we keep moving forward, um, the promise in God's Word today, we must remember that God has promised that He is with us. He will walk with us. He will talk with us. He will lead and direct our steps. Remember, God is with us. The third thing that I want to challenge you with today, we must remember that God's Word is unchanging. Look at somebody and say, God's Word doesn't change. When everything around you is changing, sometimes on a daily, maybe even an hourly basis, I want you to focus on something that does not change. When, when everything around us is uncertain, I want you to focus on the One who is certain. He's sure. Um, God's Word lets me know in Matthew 24 and 35, 
heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. You know what? I don't know where this is all going to end, but there's a promise in his word that his word is going to stand true. It's secure. It's something that's unchanging. And I can stand on those promises today knowing that God is going to keep me because his word has promised that. God's unchanging word tells me in probably a passage of scripture that many of you might have even memorized. Romans 8, 28. It says, and we know that all things... Everybody look at somebody nearby and say all things. We know that all things work together for good to those that love God. Is there anybody that's listening today that you love God? If you love God, all things are working together for good. If we love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. Pastor Steve, you're saying, Pastor Steve, is that including this coronavirus the Bible says it. I don't know if you want to believe it or not, but the Word of God is sure. The Word of God is, is forever settled. All things work together for good. I don't know how you feel about that today, but I want to encourage you. Even in this crisis, God is with you. You're not alone. He's working all things together for your good. You know what? When you don't understand, you can place where you're at in His hands because He's working all things together for our good one song writer said he's as close as the mention of his name when you don't see him working he's working when you don't feel him around you he's still with you amen god is with us god's word is unchanging and, and the next thing i want you to remember in this time is to keep your eyes on god we, we can't be looking at the circumstances. We've got to keep focused. God, I'm going to look to you. Remember the story of Peter as he was um, in the boat and, and Jesus comes walking to him on the water? The Bible says that he, he said, Lord, if it's you, bid me to come. And so Jesus said, come. And Peter gets out on the water. And as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus... He wasn't concerned about the wind and waves at first. He was able to walk towards Jesus on the water. But the Bible says in Matthew chapter 14 and 29, actually verse 30, but when he saw the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. You know what? Too often in the middle of our, our crisis, in the middle of our trial, in the middle of our test, we get our eyes off God. We get our eyes on our situations. We get our eyes on our circumstances. And we get to focus on the problems. We get to focus on the winds, the waves, the storms. And it causes us to have fear. Peter was afraid when he got his eyes off Jesus and got his eyes on his situation. And that's when he began to sink. I want to challenge you today, church. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep trusting in Jesus. Because if you do, He will see you through this trial. Some verses in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. I'm going to read verse 9 and verse 12. This is so interesting. It's so fitting for where we're at today in our culture. Whenever we are faced, the Bible says, with any calamity such as war, plague, or famine... We can come to stand in your presence before this temple where your name is honored. We can cry out to you to save us, and you will hear us and rescue us. 
Whenever there's a crisis, whenever there's a calamity, whenever there's something going on and, and we have nowhere else to turn, we, we can come before God, we can come before your name, we can come before your temple, your presence, and we can cry out to you to save us and you will hear us and you will rescue. Verse 12 goes on to say, Oh, our God, we do not know what to do, but we are looking to you for help. As we're facing this calamity, this plague, I, I just want to encourage you, church, we have a place that we can go to. We have a place that we can cry out to. We have a God that we can call on, and He hears us. He hears, and He will save. God, our eyes are on you. I'm not going to take my eyes off of you. I'm not going to look over here at what's happening. I'm not going to look over here at all the trouble that's going on in Toronto and the GTA. But God, my eyes are on you. If we keep our eyes fixed on Him, we'll be able to say what was said later on in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Later on in that chapter, it says, um, Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. I want to tell someone here today on this broadcast, I want you to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord because God is with us. So remember, keep your eyes on God. And then finally, the last thing I want you to remember is God is in charge of my story. One of the verses that I've thought about many times I've quoted it many times. Psalm 31 in verse 15. It says, My times are in your hands. My, my life, basically, God is in your hands. In times like this, in times of trouble, we must understand that really, I don't have a lot of control over what's going on right now. But my life, my times are in His hands. I've committed my life to God. I've put my life into His hands. I've said, God, you're in charge of my vessel. You're in charge of my life. God, if you don't keep me, nothing can keep me. I've got my life covered by the blood. I've had the blood cleanse and wash my sins. And I thank God for that. But today, it doesn't matter what's going on with coronavirus. Coronavirus cannot get me unless God allows it. Because my life, and my times are in his hands. And even if I were to be infected with the coronavirus, coronavirus can't do me any harm unless God allows it because my life and my times are in his hands. Worst case scenario is that coronavirus comes and coronavirus takes my life. That's worst case scenario. I'm not expecting that. I'm not asking for that. I'm not believing for that. But, but worst case scenario... The Bible says to live is Christ and to die is gain. I'm not wanting to die. I don't want coronavirus to come to me. But you know what? My life and my times are in his hands. He's in charge of my life. You know what? I can't live a day longer than he wants me to live. And I can't really turn to anybody else. I go to God. I've given him my life. And he's in charge of my future. Either way, I win. Either way, I win. Church, either way, we win. I don't believe it's my time. I live with hope in the middle of this crisis. I believe that sometimes we just have to change our perspective a little bit and understand, God, my life 
and my times are in your hands. There's an old song that many have sung in the past. This world is not my home. I'm just passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. I hope you're not expecting this life to be perfect because it's not going to be. But I'm looking forward to a day when life will be perfect. I'm looking forward to a day that's in the not-too-distant future where there's not going to be any more pain, there's not going to be any more sickness, there's not going to be any more sorrow, no more sadness, no more grief. It'll all be gone. No more virus. That day's coming. The Bible talks about it in Revelation chapter 21 and verse 4. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. There shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying. Neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. We might not know what's going to happen in our immediate future, but God has the last word. I want you to turn to somebody in your living room and I want you to say, God has the last word about my life. Because he does. He holds my future. My eternal future is in his hands. If you're today hearing the sound of my voice and you, you tell me and say and think in your heart that, you know what, I'm not too sure about my eternal future. You can be sure today. You know what, because God wants you to make things right with him. If you need to repent, today's the day to repent. If you need to have forgiveness, God will forgive you. The Bible says if we confess our sins, He's faithful and He's just to forgive us and He'll cleanse us from all unrighteousness. God wants to put His Spirit inside of you. God wants you to live for Him and, and let your light shine for Him. You know what? I believe in this moment that God wants to touch someone's life. If that's you, I just encourage you as we're concluding this time together to bow your head and talk to God. God's waiting to talk to you. You know, in this time in our history, I believe that this is the church's finest hour. If there was ever a time that the church needs to shine brightly, it's today. I don't want the church to miss what God is doing. I want us to have our ears attuned to heaven so we can hear that still small voice. God is still speaking. God is still talking. God's Spirit is still directing us. Church, I want you to be sensitive at this time. I don't want you to become complacent and be all worried about what's going on in, in the city and in, in your town and in your neighborhood. I want you to be listening to God's voice because God is speaking. I want us to become the church that He's called us to be. I want you to be the light that He's called you to shine. At this time, there are people in your workplaces, people on your jobs, people in your neighborhoods, people maybe even in your household, that they need to have you speak life into them. Perhaps you need to be the voice of calm. Maybe they're not at your house, but you know what we can do? We can pick up our phones and we can call people. That's one of the luxuries we have today. And we can be an encouraging word to someone. We, we can send a text. We can get on a FaceTime call with someone and, and we can have a conversation with them today yes we have to stay at home yes we're not getting out and about but today we can be the church and we can let our light shine i mentioned last week that we need to be dealers in hope today church let's be dealers in hope let 
the light of the gospel shine through you. And let's watch God use this time, even though it's not something that we want, even though it's uncomfortable, even though things are kind of messed up in our world right now. We can see God use this time in a powerful way. I'm going to conclude with Romans chapter 8 and verse 35. A couple of verses here. Who shall separate us from the love of God? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Verse 37 says, Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other creature created things shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing can separate us from the purpose God has for us. Don't let this, all this stuff stop you from being the church. God wants to use you right now. God wants to shine through you right now. And I'm thankful that today as we've had this time together, that we have memories, that we can look back and we can remember these promises in His Word. for joining us today. We pray this message spoke into your life, your heart, or whatever situation you might be going through. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at lifechurch.ca on Instagram. And on Facebook, just search Life Church, and you'll find our navy blue logo with the letters LC in the middle. We thank you for your support. Have a wonderful week, and God bless you.